Hello, and welcome to Healing and Hope Through Grief. I am your host, Jody. Today, I have a short but very important message for you. So I feel like I've really hyped up my crying is okay here post that I wrote a couple of years ago. I always seem to refer to it. And I suppose I never really truly realized how much I do until starting this podcast. I've given out this advice that I'm going to share with you today numerous times for no other reason than it helps. This is only my fourth episode. And in my last two recordings, I speak about crying is okay here. I think I just like how it sounded, you know, it just seemed to make sense to me when I finished writing it and when I reread it. And that honestly is not always the case with my writing. Sometimes I just have so much that I want to say, it's hard to articulate. When I wrote Crying is Okay Here, it felt right. I feel good about sharing it with you today. So what I'm going to say to you right now is I want you to cry. I want you to cry it out. I want you to scream, curse, cry again, and I want you to get it out. Trust me on this. When the tidal wave of grief comes, you need to ride it out. You need to feel it. Now, that all being said, we can't always break down and just let it all out, but finding a safe time and safe space is necessary. We often have very little control over grief bursts or triggers. We could be walking into a store and a song comes on that reminds us us of our loved one. I personally have had this particular trigger so many times. Music, for me, can definitely be a trigger. When my daughter was sick, her high school put together an amazing video to the song Roar by Katy Perry. Early after her death, hearing this song playing could send me into extreme emotions, all which could be very overwhelming. I came to realize over time that sometimes I could listen to the song and sometimes I couldn't. All which is okay. But unfortunately, we don't always have a choice of when or where we have this trigger. Now, let's just say that this certain song comes on and I'm walking into the grocery store. Chances are, I won't actually let it all out. Let's be honest here. We very, very quickly learn how to compartmentalize our feelings and emotions. And truly, I am very thankful for this. I will tell you, if not for this ability, I would have looked like an absolute insane person. So now I'm going to talk about what I'm leading into with crying is okay here. Early after Sophia died, I needed to cry like a mama whale often. I had heard a story about a high-pitched, unidentifiable sound that mother whales make when their babies are captured and taken from them. I felt like I made these sounds, literally, noise that I had never heard come from me ever before. I actually required this. It helped me release the extreme pain that I was constantly in. I quickly began to identify these times as my mama whale breakdowns. I'd go for a walk somewhere by myself or drive and park and begin my cry. I allowed myself to have the 
absolute ugliest, loudest, whole body cries until my eyes were swollen and my body exhausted. Sometimes I would scream, and I will admit to you, sometimes I would swear. However it looked or sounded, I got it out. As exhausting as this is, I will tell you this. I always, always feel better. I truly do. Now, these days, my mama wailing, crying is further and farther apart. Nearly seven years after the death of my daughter, Sophia, my mama whale cries don't seem, I don't know how to put it, as necessary or as imminent or as often. But when they do come, because they do, and they still are there, I honor my need to let it out. Please know that I'm not saying that you need to hide your emotions and cry by yourself. Not at all. I'm simply sharing what I do because anywhere you cry, with whoever you cry, it's always okay. Especially letting your kids, your partner, your family see you cry. They need to know that it's healthy and necessary too. However, I personally save my all-out whale mama cry for private. I'm, I mean, again, you might choose to have a mama whale cry with friends or family. Um, perhaps you might even have a family whale cry. Now, I'm going to share with you some interesting facts about crying. And I know in my last podcast, I touched on it a little bit. But did you know that crying releases stress hormones, including cortisol, which builds up in our bodies and can cause physical and emotional stress. I had no idea that crying also stimulates the production of endorphins, our body's natural painkiller, which triggers a positive feeling, which explains why we always feel better after a good cry. Remember, no one way is right. You will see me, you will, (laughs) you'll see me and you'll hear me say this all of the time. There is no right way to do any of this. However, or wherever you choose to cry, don't hold back. Please let it happen. I want to leave you with this today. A very, very sincere thank you for tuning in and listening to my podcast. Please know how much I appreciate you and how very, very grateful for all of the amazing support you have shown as I begin this new adventure. It's just been amazing. The messages, the phone calls. I truly, truly appreciate every single thing that everyone has said and all of you that have reached out to me. It honestly means the world. It's family day weekend. So please hold your loved ones close and don't forget all that you have to be grateful for. And if you're missing someone and you need to cry it out, well, we all know that that's okay. Until next time.